Looking to transform your family game nights? At Perfectly Picked Games, we specialize in family games that bring everyone closer. Our games aren't just fun. Kids and teens will learn how to take turns, develop basic strategy skills, and understand the thrill of winning and grace of losing. With our exclusive gift of games, you can give months of gaming excitement to your family. Choose a three-month or six-month gift, and we'll deliver hand-picked family games to your doorstep every month. And here's the best part. Right now, you can use the promo code GOLDENMOJO and receive 20% off your selected plan. Don't miss out on this exclusive offer. Use promo code GOLDENMOJO and save 20% today at Perfectly Picked Games. Time to jump into the Wayback Machine and go back to the 80s. I am your host, Golden Jay, and with me, as always, is Frankie Vegas. Hey. And we are here to take you back. Back to one of the greatest decades ever. So just do it. <laughs> Does it work? Do it. Just do it. <laughs> I wasn't even born. I wasn't either. <laughs> you guys missed out. With us on the Golden 80s, this is, ladies and gentlemen, this is part two of They Live. If you haven't listened to part one, it is on the Call Guys podcast. Go back, listen to part one first. Yeah, hit pause here. Yep, pause. Okay, now you. Now I'm glad you're back. <laughs> Did you enjoy part one? I know you did because we talked about a lot of really cool stuff, conspiracies and other things. <laughs> Old classics. Old classics. Dartmouth. We even got Dartmouth. in some Dartmouth there. Dartmouth, baby. Can't go wrong. But this is part two and we're going to jump right into it. So here we go. We're going to start off with our least and favorite characters from They Live. Chico, let's start with you. Oh, wow. Oh, man. Well, I think it's an obvious answer for favorite character in this movie, and that would be Nada, uh, played by Roddy Roddy Piper, um, just because he was the main character, and he was pretty much the only one that had enough lines to make the movie worth it. Um, and honestly, a fun character at that. I mean, he was he was goofy, he almost like at times just seemed like he was lost in which his character technically was a guy that was just lost and finding his way. But he just really seemed to be like confused most of the time. So that was, that was fun in his character. But I mean, least favorite character. I just, I don't know. There wasn't a lot of other characters that would make it into like if this movie had you had to pick a top five characters for this movie you could only probably pick two <laughs> so um any character that wasn't the main two i guess yeah you pretty much get a chance to either go back or one one or the other pretty much right yeah yeah how about you frankie what do you think oh well i i agree with you know with chico it's obviously not a is my favorite character because it's Roddy Piper and that the whole reason why because it's Roddy Piper um least favorite the street preacher because that dude just creeped me out I there's just something about blind blind preachers man (laughs) (laughs) that's just evil to me I don't know why it just he creeped me out any scene he was in was just it creeped me out I didn't like it I'd rather see the aliens you know (laughs) the aliens were creepy how about you colton (laughs) well obviously it's rowdy piper uh first time i watched this movie i said is that piper that's rowdy piper first time i watched this movie but i was thinking what the heck is he doing in this movie 
Um, didn't know his name was Nada until I watched the credits for the first time <laughs> this year. <laughs> um, I don't think I, I watched it, I think, three times in the last week. And I don't once remember hearing the name Nada. No. No, his name uh, never said. So <laughs> maybe it's just Nada because they didn't have a name, which is kind yeah. of, you know, five heads thinking there. Uh, anywho, um, obviously the worst character is Holly. Easily the worst character. Why? She portrays Rowdy Piper. <laughs> That's why. She was in on it the whole way. She kills Frank and she ultimately kills Rowdy. She is the worst. All because for what? What reason did she have? I mean, I don't know. Well, that's easy. I mean, the what what do we say the drifter their collaborator was was explained it right there because you know, they made promises and took him to the good life, and uh, she wanted in on that. She which, sold out. Which she brings sold me, out. which brings me to my favorite character, and that was Holly, because <laughs> she bitch was a ba- she was badass. She grabbed him with and smacked him with a freaking wine bottle and threw him out a window. Come on, man! <laughs> She's calm, cool, collected the whole time. You just and wait, you just wait. You just wait. <laughs> he killed off my. Worst character, which was Frank. I hated Frank in this movie because he was a dick. He he was like, oh hey, uh, yeah, you you know, if you want to work, then follow me. And then he's like, get the book away from me. And then he's like, hey, well, I want to show you this. And he's like, book it, I'm going to kick your ass. And it's like, come on, man. Didn't make up his mind. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm right. You know I'm right. You make so no. There is a good character in this movie. <laughs> no, there's not. <laughs> I agree that Meg Meg probably had like the best like overall story arc. Like it was up and down, but just the fact that like Roddy's character was dumb enough to just like every time she'd oh apologize, my. he was like, "Oh yeah, that's fine." He the whole back. time he's looking for her, and I'm like, yeah. "Dude, chick just threw you out the house." Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're thinking you need to go back and save her all because she came back with some pouty eyes. And who who would have thought that's when the police raid happens when she shows up like the the dots are just not connected in Rowdy's brain. And I was thinking, God, you're an idiot. I mean, he's confused. <laughs> Literally 90 percent no, of the movie. Just was, like- was he putting off pheromones or some shit? And he was just like, you know, I got to nail that. Poison Ivy. <laughs> oh my god, oh, Lord. Oh Lord. Yes. Here we are. We're gonna we're gonna get back into the Batman Robin dog. <laughs> but I mean, as far as characters go, I mean the, the cool calmness of her and then to be the uh the and you know the betrayal, uh, you know, just that that moment where she comes up behind Frank and just you know, I mean Snuff they don't sh- yeah, they don't show it, but I mean it's like, oh, there's oh oh and you know just to kind of end it that way that's why you know naughty was bad from jump yeah yeah you knew it there was no doubt in your mind but naughty was just kind of this really boring character to me through this entire movie and it just kind of it's like it just didn't make any sense to me the 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 story arc of his character through this movie so i have a i have a theory um when it comes to uh we'll throw it into sports here for a quick second Uh, what conspiracy theory or no 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 not a conspiracy theory this <laughs> these are facts okay just because you are a good player on a bad team does that mean does not make you a good player that is this that is this um cast there is not one good actor in this whole cast <laughs> doesn't mean that when i say rowdy's my favorite that doesn't mean he was the best <laughs> That just means that was the one I enjoyed the most <laughs> because I don't know how this movie got greenlit. <laughs> yeah, Other than I, the I fact that John Carpenter, yeah, is John on it. Carpenter, that's it. I don't think I don't think you can blame the actor because they could only work with what they were given. So I don't blame them for this movie. 
Uh, oh, Lord. <laughs> well, didn't uh, Keith David go on to do a bunch of other movies that uh, weren't weren't like this? I mean, he's been he's been all over the place for a lot of years, right? I mean, I'm scrolling his IMDb right now, and he's done so much voiceover work just in the last couple of years. Um, but he, yeah. it's such a familiar face, you know? And you look at him, and you think, man, I've seen him. I've he seen was him. In, he was in Roadhouse in 1989. Mm-hmm, that'd be. Yeah. He was in Armageddon. He was, yeah. Yep. I remember. I remember that. So I mean, yeah, yeah he's got. A, you're he's right. Got a he. Huge, I mean, he has done a lot of stuff. Huge. Quick and the Dead. You guys ever see that one? That's an yep. amazing movie. Yep. I was gonna. I was just getting ready to say that one. I came across that one. I mean. So, Man. I mean, he's a good actor, I, and I agree with Frankie to a to a certain extent. You know, the the writing of the movie was, you know, probably, was probably like you know written on a napkin. It's like, okay, here's your not here's your line, Rowdy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, they probably threw John Carpenter a bunch of money. He's like, yeah, okay, here, right, no, do this, right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, can can you can you put this together for us? Yeah, can you make a can you make a cool line about bubble gum? well let's let's jump into that then since we talked about the actors let's get let's get into least and favorite scenes in this movie uh i will go last because i'm sure mine will be controversial Um, oh lord (laughs) who wants to go first oh i'll go first very Uh, simple uh chew bubble gum and kick ass that's my favorite scene and the rest all sucks (laughs) (laughs) I'm, I'm gonna agree. I'm gonna agree with you, Frankie. I'm gonna say that the the bank scene was probably my favorite scene. Mm-hmm. I think just, I mean, it wasn't like fully action packed, but it was enough to yeah. like be like, dang, he, he just blew that guy's brains out. But obviously, yeah. it was an alien. But um, just he initially puts on those glasses, and that's kind of the first thing that happens after that. And he goes in there, and you know, kind of. Well, he 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 goes to the magazine stand and he's freaking out because he's reading these magazines and he finally meets the first alien yep and he doesn't and then he gets confronted by two cops which by the way um he shoots them with a with with a, a magnum revolver a big boy gun and there's not one dang blood splatter anywhere they must have only had blood spatter in the budget for the raid scene. <laughs> yeah. That drove me insane every time I watched it. <laughs> and and at the very end when they're in the TV studio and they, they you know they shoot the two guards, they're behind the guards are behind glass. These guns would go through these bullets would go through them and through the glass. <laughs> gun, yeah. Gun logic was not used in the eighties. I don't believe. No, no. Yeah, no, well, no. it's mostly practical effects that they just didn't get right, pretty much. But, tell me, don't tell me about movie magic right now, Gunner. Um, but Lee, Lee's favorite scene, I think, is is the the fight scene. Uh, Colton had talked to me about that fight what? scene so many times, and it's just so dumb and boring. And I'm like, oh my god. But. Um, oh no! Actually, you know what? The the one thing that gets me, and it's right before that, is why does the dumpster dump the trash back into the alleyway? <laughs> He's, he he dives, jumps in there to get the sunglasses oh, out, gosh. the box of sunglasses, and then the dumpster drives the dump truck drives away and just dumps the trash back out. I was like, "Is in the script? <laughs> why, why did that just happen?" So there, were the, of, there were a lot of there were a lot of things. The second napkin. That was yes. on the second napkin. Oh. It's like, that's what John Carpenter told me to do, man. <laughs> yeah. He said to just dump it. I don't know. But yeah, so yeah, that's kind of my sort of answer. Well, everybody's wrong here. I'm going to just go out and say it because the best scene is that fight scene, hands down. <laughs> that fight scene could have ended three different times. <laughs> Should have ended. That's the problem. It wouldn't end. (laughs) (laughs) The world's longest hand-to-hand combat scene. And not even good. It didn't need to exist in this movie. (laughs) There's so many things that didn't need to exist in this movie. Um, (laughs) Dude, just put the sunglasses on. That's all. That's I was saying the whole time. I'm like, just put the glasses on, man. And that's and I remember watching it the first time. I was like, dude, what's your heart on about not putting these sunglasses on? Like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> You're killing me. 
but yeah no my favorite scene i it's 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 easily that scene because that's the scene that jake and jordan and i talk about the most (laughs) (laughs) we reference that fight scene a lot and obviously you know the bank scene um gunner found a gunner found a wonderful line because i've totally forgot about at the end of that fight scene gunner you remember what you told me what it was uh was that was that the um karma was well no which one was it was it um life's a bitch and she's yeah. back in heat and she's back in heat <laughs> <laughs> what i will give yeah. you that that's a pretty great line yeah yeah i remember I, that that's now. the cherry on the top there uh guys <laughs> oh and the other one that i i loved was mama don't like tattletales <laughs> mama don't like tattletales exactly blows a guy away yeah <laughs> i mean so bad so so bad i mean there is no good scene in this movie guys let's just be honest there's nothing that this movie is so bad i don't know why everyone loves it <laughs> i don't know why but i we what movie did we talk about a while back that it just wasn't put together? It might have been might have been Batman and Robin actually, where we talked about how it just wasn't put together well. Like it was yeah, the, I script, think the script I think, was bad, all this was bad. They live is actually filmed in the shot composition and the script really isn't bad, right? It's the movie's actually pretty decent. It's just they did not have the cast. They did not have it is acting. I think they had to, it's almost like they'd just be like, hey, hey, here's 20 bucks, go make a movie. (laughs) Actually, I can't find a budget on this movie. I looked up, I couldn't find the budget, but okay. Yeah, go ahead, Emperor. What's your... (laughs) Emperor, you can't find a budget because there was no budget. Yeah. (laughs) Obviously. Hey, we're going to go through, we're going to go out here to where there's actually real homeless people. I was about to say that. And um, we're going to shoot there and we're just going to steal whatever money they got laying around Mm -hmm. to to buy some fucking sunglasses because we're going to need a bunch of those. Well, at least a half a box full anyway because the rest of them are all empty cardboard boxes. (laughs) Well, don't worry. We're also going to... No, go Frankie. No, I'm gonna say I think the budget was whatever they paid John Carpenter to put his name on it. <laughs> well, it. then, then to follow up with the budget of the sunglasses, they gave him uh, um, contact lenses and yeah. said, "Oh, hey, we've <laughs> ran out of sunglasses. Essentially, here, act like you're putting contacts into your eye." Yeah. And I don't oh. know if you guys ever wore contacts, but let me tell you, that is not how you put contacts in. <laughs> Well, you just grab them and stick them both in your eye at the same time. Like, oh my god! Hey guys, newsflash! I got, I got, I found the budget. Oh, according to our friend, friends at Wikipedia, say budget was three million, and oh. the box office oh. was thirteen four million. Yeah, that was pretty good. Had to be from had to be from opening weekend. Oh yeah, <laughs> I bet they get a huge dip in second week. <laughs> No, just in VHS uh, sales. So that's where they got most of their money back. Yeah, right. I know five. Bu- I know five bucks that came in DVD sales. <laughs> what about Blu-ray? That was probably worth twenty-five. I can't remember how much <laughs> that was. Probably was. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to go against you guys again in this section. My least favorite scene in this movie is the bank scene. Um, I think because the buildup for it, you know, with everybody talking about, you know, I'm I'm here to chew bubble gum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubble gum, which I th- honestly I think is a great line, but it was honestly I thought was delivered poorly, and then it's just like I'm gonna shoot up the place. It, the walk in there just doesn't make any sense. Why did he go into the bank? You know, it's there's just nothing about this scene that really that really did it for me and and the build up for it was was you know so high that bar you know the skywalker talks about glasses half empty <laughs> you know you guys set this bar like this glass is full and this is the best line in the movie and he goes in and it's like oh i didn't I didn't feel it. I didn't. I didn't feel like there was a buildup to get that line. He just walked in and was like, "I'm here to kick ass and see what we go." I'm like, "Just go with." But that—that's the whole movie, though. It, I it doesn't make. Sense. I mean, I if that—I that, was gonna say—if that's just not the mantra and this, the, the cadence of the movie. But, but for me, that was the worst part. I mean, that was the worst scene. 
the fight scene once again i know that, that it's your favorite and all that but it's like it never ends it's like we're just gonna beat the shit out of each other for the next 15 minutes of this film and there's really no point you know they're they both, had nothing else in the script they, had, <laughs> they had nothing else to do that day either so let's just keep it rolling they're looking through the guinness book of world records from 80 87 like oh we could make the longest fight scene <laughs> i think a lot of that revolved around the fact that Piper was a, a WWF or E star, however you want to say it now. But I think that revolved more around that and mm -hmm. that being in his wheelhouse. And that's probably why they, why that scene was as long as it was. At least that's what I was feeling while I was watching it. Yeah. And like, they let some little black guy that Roddy Piper could have killed. Right. Actually be competitive in the fight. You know, <laughs> it's like Steve Vai and Ralph Macchio. Or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, Ralph Macchio can go with Steve Vai. Yeah, he can he can play guitar with Steve Vai. Um, my actually my favorite, and and you'll probably hate this, but uh, my favorite scene is when they cut away from Holly uh, dusting uh, um, Frank. I thought that was like that was obviously it was it predictable, but it was still that moment where you weren't hundred percent sure, but bam, there it was. So there's some merit to that take. Yeah, because you're right. You do have that first initial awe of, you know, hey, cover me. And Frank's like, OK, yeah, and Holly goes and then, they you know, and right before it, it cuts away, you hear boom. Yeah. And you're like, oh, man, bro got wasted. Yeah, he's done hosted. But I had to have been my favorite because it was probably the most shocking like i said it's predictable you kind of knew she was where she was, but it's still at that point, you know, that's kind of that that late twist you guys talked about Shyamalan and his Shyamalan and Ding Dong and all his yeah. movies you know. <laughs> Shyamalan Shyamalan <laughs> but I like that I, that was probably my favorite scene probably because oh, I didn't man. care I mean there's just so them. many other great scenes in this movie so oh, many God. great scenes <laughs> I I just don't know how we were able to to narrow them down to I like know. two my one of my favorites is when he sits on that uh, concrete block for like uh, a whole day, staring at through binoculars at a at a church at a church. I can't believe nobody said the final scene was their favorite. Oh yeah, I love the final scene. Uh, the final scene of this movie is the most unnecessary scene in a movie <laughs> I've ever seen in my entire life. I will just explain it now, and we'll we'll, we'll get over we'll get it done with. Um, That's it. so the movie ends with, uh, <laughs> Rowdy, uh, taking out the, essentially the radio frequency that is blurring the sound waves of the aliens. So now everyone can see the aliens for what they actually look like, essentially. And the movie ends with a gal playing, uh, cowgirl on top <laughs> of a gentleman and it goes, <laughs> And she looks down at the gentleman and of course is an alien and he says he says, What's wrong, baby? And it just goes to black. <laughs> but you know what? That was a perfect ending because everything else in that movie sucked. And people walked out talking about that end scene. I they had to. Have. I bet you they did. Why why is they live rated R? <laughs> <laughs> the the one go. the one booby scene. Just the one booby scene. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> Golden Day kept rewinding. Well, you know, you know. I said at that point. And I remember when I first watched that and that scene happened, uh the Jill walked out, Brian's uh Jake and Jordan's mom walks out and it's just why did you let Colin? If his mom knew about that, oh, she's gonna be. She's <laughs> and she just went off. Oh, Brian, <laughs> it was funny. And I was like, "Is that the end?" <laughs> like, yep. that's it. Let, let's face it: the actual best scene of that movie is when that final credit rolled. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was over. It was over. <laughs> Unlike you, Colton, I only watched it once. I couldn't go back and watch it again. I can't, I don't know what it is. This is like a guilty pleasure movie for me. Right. Like it's, it's just fantastically terrible. <laughs> like uh, Gunner, I think Gunner nailed it. Like, and I know we're probably getting ready to talk about it soon, but, um, man, they had all the pieces there besides the budget <laughs> to make yeah, this a good movie. The big, the huge part of this not being good. If it, they had more money, 
And I th- I know where you're, I think I know where you're going to go with this. And yeah, I think you're 100 percent right. That's the reason why. All right, Emperor. Let's get to this next question. <laughs> well, I I I I do want to say one more thing before we get into this last question. I think the premise of the movie is is really good. I think the idea of the movie is really good, and I think that this movie this movie has a lot to do with a lot of the things that even are happening today, which does in turn brings up the next question, right? Yes, for sure. 100% should or could this movie be remade today? Yes. 100%. And I agree. I think that you can take some twists and turns, maybe not, uh, Maybe not necessarily a, a homeless. Uh, um, what do they call it? Tent no, city 100%, across 100%, from a church. I call it a tent city. Yeah, yeah, across from a church, they could redo some different things in that aspect of of where the group is meeting and so on and so forth. Under, but, I mean, it'd be a homeless. It'd be a homeless camp under a bridge in yeah. a big city at this point, right? I mean, that's right, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, it'd just be the sidewalks of uh, California, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's gotta be la it's gotta be la right i mean you can't yeah you, can't you go gotta you keep LA. it in la you keep oh, it absolutely. in la yeah. but i would i would be interested to see how modern they would update it yeah. to what would be the front for the resistance group being trying to get their signal out because that's all that church was the church was right. just a front and uh, and that's where they kept the the satellite to try to get their broadcast out so, like, how would they keep it that way? Would they keep it that way? Or would they change well, it up? Like, that would be the interesting thing to me. Subliminally, in, like, today's age, you go cell phones, right? That's that's what you got to do. Like, if you're going to make this in modern era, it's got to be all through the cell phone. Like, you're, you put the glasses we're attacking, on. Your, we're attacking Am- Apple's campus. Yeah, you, you put you, you put you you put the glasses around and you're scrolling and it, it's it's doesn't it's not a Facebook feed. It's just obey. Mary reproduced. Oh man, dude! Um, and then uh, the money—the money was the big movie. one. The money was the big one for me in this, where it said, "This is your god." On this the is money. your god. And I was yep. like, "That—that that was a good one." And but yeah, I think in modern today, this could totally be remade with technology and just. Oh yeah, it'd be awesome. I agree. Who would you want to see in the movie as a remake? Oh, if you, you know, were remaking you, it, we can't. We can't bring Piper back. Oh no, <laughs> that's true. I mean. <laughs> No, I don't know Dwayne, why. Dwayne that's Johnson probably why they is. remade it. We could, we could. I mean, you know, we brought back young, young Mark Hamill as uh, Luke Skywalker. Oh Lord! I mean, we we could no, bring back Piper. That. No God. No. I think, um, you know, I personally, and I think this would be funny. I think it'd be cool if John Cena did it. Keep okay. it as a wrestler, as the main headliner. Well, I said The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. No, no, and Jason no. Statham is. No, nope. I don't like that, Frankie. I'm sorry, buddy. Why? Why? The because fr- the Rock doesn't ever lose. He's got to lose. Nada has got to die <laughs> in this movie. He'll do what the script says. <laughs> Are you going to tell that man that he is going to die at the end of this movie? If I'm paying him all the money he wants, you damn right I'm going to tell him what he's going to do. <laughs> I can't see past John Cena at the moment. Now that now that Colton said that, I could totally see him. Oh as, yeah, it would as, work, but as not a. Come yeah. on, who wouldn't want to see a John Cena shoveling dirt in a in a construction site shirt? It's that's your takeaway from this? <laughs> you want to see John Cena's shirtless shovel and dirt? Oh my god! I didn't realize uh, that Colton should have said that his favorite scene in the movie was watching. You can't Rock. see. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't be able to see him anyways. Um, oh my gosh! I don't know for Keith though, man. That that's a tough one. I think, I, and you know, Keith. I think you could get you could get anybody Kratom. for Keith. What'd you say? <laughs> no. <laughs> No, Frankie, you're killing I'm gonna this. go with the rock. I'm gonna go with Jason. <laughs> Frankie, you're killing this script right now, buddy. <laughs> killing it. Frankie is not the A and R guy. We Frankie need is one not person. the A and R guy. We need one person for this movie, and it's John Cena. <laughs> they obviously went with one person for this movie. the the problem The problem with remaking this today is it wouldn't be as goofy, right? You wouldn't get that. 
that like cheesy 80s feel so well, you'd actually a get more. a good movie yeah, yeah. so <laughs> i'm i'm thinking michael it's b, worth it. michael b jordan for, for oh yeah would be would be good yeah that'd be a good one <laughs> yeah. that'd be a real good one um Damn, I got nothing, guys. I don't even know. I mean, I think I would actually go goopier than a, than a, and I and I understand and respect the idea of bringing in a wrestler to take the the lead spot of, of Naughty because that just makes sense. I mean, it really truly does. Um, but uh, you know, I think I'd go a little bit goofier with the, uh, you know, maybe like an Ad, Adam San, uh, Sandberg, Adam Andy Sandberg, Sandberg. Andy. Andy Sandberg. Sorry. Um, you know, as the lead, can you imagine him as the lead in that uh, in that movie? And no, here's it's not here's, tough enough. I understand, but my issue with Andy is is that I don't. Maybe he could, but and I'm not digging John Cena. I'm not digging making any any remarks at anybody here, but Nada's got to play an idiot, right? And right. I think I think Cena could just play an idiot. <laughs> Really, I mean, he has though too. I mean, <laughs> yeah, he his role, his, most of his movie roles are kind of like that dumb, yeah, dumb. Brute, yeah. yeah, Andy, I just don't think I could see him in a role where he has to be an idiot and make it look natural. Right. Not, like I said, I'm just kind of throwing. I mean, I don't really have anything that I would die on a hill for. So <laughs> good. That would have been a terrible hill. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that's a that's an interesting concept. Um, so <laughs> who who would we put as Holly? Oh man, Megan Fox. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Why the not new, the I new like and that. improved I, Megan Fox? I like that. Well, I don't know who you get. Who would we say for Frank? Um, well, you uh, said, I said Michael B. Jordan. I said Michael, <laughs> Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I I was thinking kind of Anthony Mac. Anthony Mac. Hey, oh, there you go. That's that's perfect. That's, that's, uh, that'd be great. Okay, Frankie. I swear. You say one more name. <laughs> you I'm act like to this make is it into a <laughs> You act like this is the golden eighties or something. <laughs> I'm trying to make it a comedy. Uh, oh my goodness. <laughs> This movie already is a comedy. <laughs> we need to make a good movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I just don't. I don't think it would be remade as the goofy comedy. It's, it's really, <laughs> if you think about this movie from 1988, it's not really a comedy. No, it's true. But it just makes you laugh because it's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, listen. This was not by any means one of my favorite all time movies. Um, I definitely. Um, uh, I definitely watched it and I definitely wanted to watch it. It was, I had seen in bits and pieces of it over the years and, uh, nothing, nothing from start to finish. So I was definitely excited to sit down and watch it because of the, you know, you guys talking about it so much, but uh, I probably in my lifetime will never watch this movie again. What? I just, it's, I just don't see Dude, it happening. It's on your voodoo. You're going to know voodoo. voodoo one day and you're going to be like, I don't remember <laughs> oh, if I like that. In 20 it. years, you're going to be like, I don't remember if I like that. Bobby, you're in a damn remote. We'll watch that 80s movie they live. Hey, remember, it's got that wrestler guy in it. I'm a bitch. It's really good, if I remember right. <laughs> I don't think I could, I could never watch this movie again. And I think I'd always remember how bad this movie is. <laughs> I am convinced I'm going to have dementia and I don't think I'll forget it then. Have <laughs> <laughs> a diaper change and I'll watch they live. Yeah, that's my night. Yeah, don't mess with me. Colton, your dementia is going to set in like 64 and then you're going to be like 80 and you're going to watch they live and it's going to completely cure. <laughs> Completely cure your dementia. <laughs> oh, I thought he's gonna freak out running around the nursing home going, Hey coming push! Hey coming push! <laughs> these glasses on, put these glasses on. <laughs> I've just got I've just got toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> put together by some freaking uh, surgical tape that you found in the hallway. <laughs> I took I took my phone line out from the wall. <laughs> Wrapped him up and made wrapped him up and then made ears oh, arms for the ears. God, I can't wait to see that. 
can't wait to see that. You guys need a t-shirt with that picture on it. Holding <laughs> with the toilet paper rolls over there. Oh my gosh. Chico, can you make that Put happen? The Please just, it, all this says is they do live. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Oh, this movie. This movie, I'm telling you, is just something else. It definitely is something. It's something. Uh, I'm I'll a little admit, disappointed. You, you hated it that much, Emperor. I didn't hate it, hate it. I mean, I, you know, it wasn't like, you know, I, I did finish it. I watched it from start to finish and watched every bit of it. I, I didn't hate it. I just, I just don't see myself going back and watching it again. What about you, Frankie? You've been quiet on this. Front. Am I going to watch it again? No, I ain't going to watch it again. <laughs> I watched it, watched it with my daughter, actually, and she just kept looking at me like, what, what are you watching and why? <laughs> That was Sarah's reaction. Keel told me to watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Colton said to watch it. (laughs) Every time I watch a movie that Jeremy told me to watch, my wife just looks at me like, why do you listen to him? (laughs) Because he is the emperor. (laughs) (laughs) He he has you brainwashed. That's what it is. That's right. Obey. Don't put the sunglasses on. Don't put the sunglasses on. Obey. Which I actually did like for the time, how they actually got out and they were how they were brainwashing people or hiding people's eyes. I loved how they had it on um, uh, stoplights and they had these little saucers flying around that were also doing that, too. Mm-hmm. Um, they did some really, really neat stuff on it. Mm-hmm. And like I said, if this would have had just a normal movie budget. <laughs> It could have been so much better. Do you um, think it would have been better with a better lead actor? Um, yeah. I think better cast in general. Yeah, yeah. I I don't think one person obviously could have saved this movie. Right. Um, because I think we John Carpenter has proven that if given the right people and the right budget, he can. He's an okay. Movie, he's yeah. an okay director. He's done a couple things. He's more of a good. he's more of a horror guy though. Or is that or is that right? Didn't he do like the hills he, have eyes or he did Halloween? Halloween, or, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. The thing and I believe, I, and yeah, the thing. And I hate scary movies, and I know that. <laughs> I, I I know John Carpenter. I just don't know all of what what he did. I yeah. Um, he didn't do the hills have eyes. I don't know. I'm looking. He did uh, Escape from L.A. Yeah, he did Escape from L.A. He did uh, Village of the Damned. He did Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, you didn't know this? I did not. Oh my gosh! Yeah, uh, that's there's a. I guess I a, did know Escape from New York was John Carpenter's because I remember the old eighties. Yeah, uh, and then he did, he did the Fog. Right. The fog. Yeah. Um, Assault on Precinct Thirteen, the original. There's a remake on it. Back in oh. I think in the early mid two thousands. Right. I, I honestly believe that John Carpenter owed the studio so many movies and he just threw this out there to meet a quota because there's no way I believe he made this bad of a movie on purpose. You know, we may never know. We may never, never know. know. A little little fun fact, I don't know if you guys read this, but um, his script, John Carpenter's script is based off a short story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I knew that. Yeah. <laughs> Eight o'clock in the morning. So you're saying they had a lot. They had a lot of filler to add. <laughs> they had a lot of filler. If it was a short story, probably you're was, talking twenty it was pages. Probably, the short story was probably just. What if aliens are really controlling us? What yeah. if they are hiding in plain sight? What are they making you see things that aren't really there to hide the real message? Because they live. They. Live. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Make a movie oh. out of that, John. <laughs> Done. <laughs> no. Um on on your point earlier, Colton, the the way that they actually placed the subliminal messaging into the when they showed it in the movie, when he put the glasses on, when it was on the billboards, it was on the TVs, it was on the money. Um, and just everything that they were able to put that on and actually make it look really good. I thought that was great. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. The premise, I, the idea was great. They just it wasn't executed well. 
Yeah. For a comedy, it was nailed. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is I'm not seeing that this is this is titled as a comedy is the only mm. issue I'm seeing. No. Not at all. So well, do you guys have anything else you would like to say about this movie? Go that watch it. Go watch it. Yeah. Once, at least watch once. it one time. You got to watch it once. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I honestly think so. I think you need to watch it at least one time. I would recommend it, it once. Yeah. Email the call guys. Or... <laughs> <laughs> That's the call guys podcast at gmail.com. Thanks, Frankie. <laughs> I would, I would recommend anybody that's listening to go watch it just to just watch it once. But I will also say that I didn't hate the movie. I enjoyed, I enjoyed watching it for what it was. Um, I don't like, the emperor said, I'm not going to go out of my way to watch it again. And maybe one day I'll sit down and be like, <laughs> I'll be like, ah, yeah, I'll watch that one more time. Maybe, maybe I'll see something different. Maybe I'll notice something more. And a lot of stuff. I may in the go background. watch it on TV or something. Like if it's on TV and I come across it, it's not going to, maybe be I'll TV. stop and watch it, but I'm not going <laughs> to. Are you going to be up at two o'clock in the morning watching sci fi? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to, I'm not going to go out of my way to go on. You know, a streaming site to uh, get it or anything, but yeah. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I I I 100 believe you, but I'm trying to figure out what else you're watching on a quote unquote streaming site. But you know, hey, that's you know your business. <laughs> Good streaming sites. Speaking <laughs> of, <history>. yeah. <laughs> uh uh-uh. I'm not looking at your your uh, browser history. It's all good. All right, Frankie. Well, we finish up uh, talking about they live and this uh, nineteen what a nineteen eighty eight American sci fi fiction film. Once again, written and directed by John Carpenter, based on a nineteen sixty three short story, eight o'clock in the morning, and also starred the great. And I believe this one hundred percent. Roddy Piper was one of the greatest. Oh yeah, and uh, what he did for um, professional wrestling, um, you know, I think uh, he honestly took took on um, the the persona of the heel really, really well, and was was I think everybody's number one bad guy. Oh yeah, he was one of my favorite wrestlers. Absolutely. Yeah, so he said one of my favorite lines in wrestling. I'm here to kick ass and chew bubblegum. No, no, not in movies, in wrestling. <laughs> which is just when they think they know the answers, I change the questions. Oh that's not like a cult quote. It really. does. Yeah. <laughs> Get a t-shirt of that. She on, oh right. man. Wasn't All right, Frankie. Wasn't he on um wasn't he on Fantasy Factory for a couple episodes with, with Rob? He was. Yeah, because then they uh didn't Rob show up with the hot rod? Oh, because Rob he was doing. Uh, Rob was doing the wrestling. Yeah, he, he wrestled with uh, with Roddy a couple times, or yeah, at least yeah. once. So kid lightning. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. All right, Frankie. Yeah. What do you got for me? Oh, for the question of the pod, eighties edition. Suck it, Colton. <laughs> <laughs> the laugh afterwards. Man, every time. Right there. <laughs> it's the laugh that it's true. It is the laugh that gets me every time. Because <laughs> <Okay. sighs> it's it just fun. With. It's just fun. Get it over with. <laughs> okay. The question of the pod, 80s edition. What are the most iconic pair of sunglasses in 80s movies? In your opinion? Uh, it's simple. Yep, I feel the need, the need oh. for speed. Oh, that is a good, that is a good the one. The Aves, the Tom yep. Cruise aviators from Top Gun. Yeah. Okay, you made me not feel bad, and I, I, I'll snap you a picture. This is Top Gun aviators. <laughs> really? That was. I thought yours? I had a bad answer. I was like, I was like, I don't want to go. I don't want to go base basic. That was what I was thinking. I was like basic. Oh man, no, no, that's a that's actually a really no, really a good, good one. Okay. Yeah. All right. But okay, so me and Frankie are going to answer this, but our answer, our answer to the, our answer to this question is exactly the same, and it also revolves around Tom Cruise. Yeah. But we're going to go the most iconic sunglasses in '80s history is from Risky Risky Business, and the the Ray Bans. I mean, come on, man. I mean, they're still over classic today. Everybody, Ray Bans is an aviators is a Ray brand, a Ray Band. Is it really? Yeah. 
I don't, I don't know. know if they. I don't know if Ray Ban had avi had the had the rights to aviators, but I know Ray Band right now makes aviators. Well, didn't Tomahawk Shades make uh, aviators too? The style, I can't remember what they're yeah. called. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. The style of Colton. Colton, as he looks at my Snapchat, because I read his when he wrote this, I read it wrong, and I put three on there. I had the Matrix, <laughs> and I had Edith from Iron Man. From well, Spider Man, Far From Home. Gosh. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So I was like, oh, glasses and movies, yeah. Then I, <laughs> I put Top Gun. I mean, uh, yeah, you got one in there. Um, yeah. I'm kind of surprised you guys didn't go with um, the Breakfast Club. Um, oh, the nerd wears them I like when it he's smoke. smoking the weed. Vision. I like it to smoke. <laughs> but I mean, there's still the there's still that risky business style. Yeah, yeah, true. There, I think those are still Ray Bans. Yeah. yeah. I think so, Ray Bans really had a nice foothold in the eighties. Oh well, look what Miami Vice did for him. I mean, you know, yeah. they 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 kind of cemented those. Not everything revolved around <laughs> Miami Vice. You're Thank right. You. Sometimes it revolves you, around Frankie. Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> now, if Bigfoot was wearing Ray Bans, I mean, shit would go through the roof. They would sell out every day. <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> mm. Oh, I, th- I think we're I think we're onto something there. What do you yeah, think? I think maybe Bigfoot wearing Ray Bans. Go go throw a pair on Bigfoot out. Bigfoot out on the on my deck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I think the most important question we need to ask is the listeners out there. What do you think are the most iconic sunglasses from the eighties? Right. Um, let us know at the Golden Eighties. Nope. Do I see exactly why you need to change the freaking email, Emperor? <laughs> I don't disagree. Frankie's the one that built the email. I'm waiting for him to change it. It is the golden image 80s at gmail.com. But the only thing it would let me use. Everything else was like taken. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll we'll need to work on that. We'll figure, figure it out. out. Yeah, you figure guys are out killing it. me. <laughs> Colton's 80s. Colton's 80s. That doesn't right. make sense. No, it doesn't. Just email us at Frankie at gmail.com. <laughs> Good luck. I, didn't find that. I doubt it. Um, though, yeah, I definitely want to hear what uh, everybody thinks. And uh, of course, you know, we always will answer uh, all emails and any comments put on our Facebook page. So feel free to. Let us know what you think because uh, we love it. We absolutely love it. All right, guys. Did we cover everything that we wanted to cover in today's episode of the Golden 80s? I believe so. All right. Chico, I've lost him somewhere. He's reading no, something. I, I, on my notes, I, I did have one last thing. And oh. I talked to Colton about this too. And it's that there's, there's one point where I think it's... um. Uh God, I just lost his name. Keith. Keith, yeah. Yeah. He has the glass bottle and he accidentally breaks it on something oh. and Roddy laughs. <laughs> I was yeah, like, because I broke it too far. Totally, that totally was not supposed to happen. <laughs> that is true. I did remember seeing that. That was funny. <laughs> it's like, damn it. <laughs> yeah. Let's just continue the fight without this stuff. Yeah. But there you go. That's all I got. All right. Well, call guys, Colton, Chico, me and Frankie, thank you so much for, um, you know, doing this with us, doing the, doing the, the two part episode. And, uh, this has been a lot of fun and hopefully our listeners enjoy it. And, uh, we get a lot of feedback. So definitely want to thank all of our listeners who listen to golden eighties each and every week. And, um, we couldn't do it without you. Honestly, we probably wouldn't do it without you, but if you didn't listen every week, but, um, if you like us then, and you like the call guys, maybe you like something else in the, uh, empire, which includes golden image podcast, Indiana Chiefs fans, um, the United States of paranormal <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, murder nerds and a quarter books and booze. Yes. You can still find all the backlogs of murder nerds and a quarter books and booze. So feel free to go check out some of all the episodes that they have up there. And anything else, Frankie? Yeah, go order a game from Perfectly Picked Games. Absolutely. What a guy. What a guy. (laughs) How come the call guys didn't mention that in their last episode? Yeah, we don't don't like to talk about he who shall not be named. (laughs) Wait, wasn't he on that episode? 
I think we did mention it. Um, in uh, 100. Yeah, not in part one. Not in part one. Oh, yeah. crap, yeah. <laughs> He'll be fine. <laughs> He'll be fine. We love Perfectly Picked Games. We think it is an amazing idea. You should go check out perfectlypickgames.com. Sign up for a uh, a box. Uh, um, what do they call that? A... Um, Subscription. Subscription. Box. Thank you. A subscription. Uh, use the code Golden Mojo. You will get twenty percent off. You can't go wrong. They're gonna take the, the who shall not be named is going to take very good care of you when it comes to picking the game that's perfect for you and your family. I love the I love the intro that we built uh, for him. Uh, he did a great job coming in and reading it. Every time I hear it, I just think, damn, this is a damn good promo piece so good. very proud of it and uh go check it out perfectlypickgames.com and go check out goldenmojoent.com where you can find all your merch for the call guys and for the golden 80s you want a t-shirt it's there you want a hat it's there you want a mug or, or pint glass it's there not a mug i could get you a mug do you want a mug do you want mugs up on the website let me know the golden image 80s at gmail.com all right, boys, let's wrap it up. Let's get out of here. Okay. All right. From our little slice of the 80s right here. <laughs> <laughs> in the great state of... Oh, in the great state of Indiana. Hey, all I got to say is thank you for listening, and we'll see you again next week. Hasta la vista, baby. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>